Trenders. Heads up, this is a different kind of video, so I hope it's not hard to keep up with. Tears of the Kingdom is a Zelda game that I very, very much want my hands on, which is why I think everyone was really sad, but understood when Nintendo came out and said that the game needed some more time in the oven. I won't do the whole Miyamoto shtick, but it's true that delayed games usually come out much better than they would have been if they were just stuck on game store shelves instantly. It'd be counterintuitive to work that way. While I like some of these games, you can see what happens when publishers are forced to get games out before they're finished. In my opinion, Assassin's Creed games are a perfect example of that. I think the content in them is fine enough, very samey, but fun in their own unique way. But usually they're released with bugs to no end. Valhalla launched with a whole plethora of bugs that weren't ironed out until months after launch. Some games like Battlefield 2042 are literally never fixed, despite them sending the games out early and promising to fix them at some point. Not delaying a game and being in a situation where you have to fix it during launch would be a horrible scenario to be in, I'd imagine. Let's get back on track and stop the industry-wide analysis now though. In short, I think delaying the game was a good idea, which I think is something I said right after the delay was announced. It gives the Zelda team even more time to make the game, and more time in the game does mean that it'll end up coming out even better. It's an objective fact. Even if it's marginally better, it'd still be better in some way. But delaying the game has actually stopped a trend that's been running with compelling consistency for almost exactly 10 years now. Every single year since 2013, we've had something to do with the Legend of Zelda name release, whether it be a mainline title like Breath of the Wild, a spin-off title like the Hyrule Warriors duology, or remakes and ports like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD. We've had at least something to do with the series for the last 9 years. 2022 is the first time since 2012 where that isn't the case, and let me say right now, I don't think that's a bad thing, I think that's perfectly fine. I just think it's an interesting fact that we should talk about it a little bit. It's not particularly important, or anything really at all. Now, unless something is announced and releases within the next two months, which I highly doubt, there will not be a title related to the series released this year, the only contender being Majora's Mask coming to NSO on February 25th. Some people might count that, only partially do to be honest, it'd be very hypocritical of me to say that it doesn't count after counting all of the spin-offs, the remakes, and especially some of the ports, but I think when it took this insanely low amount of effort to simply port the games onto NSO, it just really isn't worth counting. But hey, if you do fully count it, then, then yeah, I guess the trend is still going strong, and there technically has been a Zelda release every year since 2013 still. Personally though, it doesn't cut it for me, which is why I thought I'd make this video. I want to go into why I don't think yearly Zelda releases being no more is a bad thing, and what it could mean for the future. Let's talk about that latter question first. What does this mean for the future of the series in terms of release dates? Honestly, I don't think it means too much at all in the grand scheme of things. I'm slightly surprised they didn't have something else ready in case of this outcome, where they do have to delay the game, but Nintendo are working just fine without a Zelda title this year. Heck, with the sales success of Splatoon in Japan, I'd go as far as to say they're doing even better than usual. I honestly think that this year will likely just be a blip for the Zelda series. I wouldn't even be surprised if we get another smaller Zelda title next year, though even that seems unlikely since we're probably going to see some DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. Very similarly to how Breath of the Wild got DLC at the end of the year after releasing near the beginning of the year. We also know that Tears of the Kingdom was initially DLC for Breath of the Wild, which personally makes me think that they had planned to give that game three DLC packs, which wouldn't surprise me. Though they likely would have sold it for more money then, so maybe I'm just dead wrong. The point is though, Tears of the Kingdom will probably have some amount of DLC, and if it does, then we already have our quote-unquote Zelda title for the year, kinda like we did in 2018 with the Champions Ballad. And while there are likely plans past 2024 for the series, we haven't a clue of what they are yet, so it's not worth trying to speculate on what happens past some DLC. 
maybe a, a re remake, a, a 2D remake, a brand new 2D game? Uh, well, we don't know at the moment. I'll be interested to see what happens next year though. I wonder if they're going to move all of their plans back or if there will be a double release in 2023. We'll have to wait, remain pessimistic and see. Some people absolutely love this trend. They loved knowing that in any given year, we're more than likely to be playing a new Zelda game, whether it be a game with a widely different art style than its original in remake form, a spin-off made by indie developers, or a Musou game that tells a story of a century prior. Honestly, while I do love the trend, I think we're at a point where I think it's not the worst thing in the world if they stop trying to push out something yearly. When the main consoles to put out games on were both the 3DS and the Wii U, I think it might have been fairly easy to keep up with that schedule, with Grezzo working on certain games like Ocarina of Time 3D, Majora's Mask 3D, and Triforce Heroes for the series at the time, Nintendo EPD working on Breath of the Wild in Twilight Princess HD, and Nintendo EAD working on Link Between Worlds, Skyward Sword, and Wind Waker HD. Nowadays, I feel like selling a group of people on a game yearly would be fairly hard. Not impossible by any means, since they've just kind of been doing it. But it, it was hard to say whether Link's Awakening would be sold at the same price as Breath of the Wild when one is a 100 hour, 100% completion open world game at least, and the other is a 2D game in essence that could only take around 20 hours, around about at most. And in the end, they sold those games side by side for the exact same price, and I'd go as far as to say that Link's Awakening thrived next to Breath of the Wild. As of December 2021, the game sold 6 million copies, and with the promise of a new Zelda game releasing next year, it's pretty safe to say that it'll keep selling in droves until that comes out at the very least. It gives people the taste of that old Zelda formula that they couldn't get on the Switch in a 3D space until Skyward Sword HD released just last year. Some of you may listen to that 6 million unit sales figure and say that's only around a fifth of the units of Breath of the Wild sold, and while it might sound like a relatively low number, that's just because the Switch has the highest attach rate of pretty much any console ever. The Switch has sold 111 million units, recently surpassing the Wii by a large margin, and has the chance of being the highest selling console of all time. And yet the highest selling game on the system, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, has a 42% chance of being owned by a Switch owner. I'm going very off track and this is a much different type of video than usual now, so I have no clue how many of you are actually still here, but the point is, 6 million units for A Link's Awakening is an amazing figure and it's still going to climb. Releasing more 2D Zelda games to cannibalise that game's sales would be counterintuitive from a business sense. So maybe no more 2D releases for the Switch? I, I don't know, but it probably not yearly. <laughs> Fans-wise, I think that just creating the game should be first and foremost your goal, but sometimes money also has to play into the equation, and while all of the Zelda games on the Switch are still selling by the million, there's almost no real reason to keep the game a year trend up from now on. It's not like they have two consoles to sell the games off on, they only have the Switch, so while it's here, I think business-wise it does make more sense for them to make Tears of the Kingdom next year, make some DLC, and then just kind of be done with the series on the Switch. At the end of the day, it would be a sensible thing to do. As a fan though, I feel, and I'm guessing most of you feel like this as well, that creating the games is the most important thing. The sad thing is about this that we won't see the answers to any of these questions or statements I guess, at least for another year, but in the meantime we have a game to look forward to, and that's just cool. I'm sorry about the really different kind of video, but I hope you enjoyed it, I've been wanting to do this sort of thing for a very long time. If you did enjoy this more kind of analytical look at the series, then do let me know in the comments and I'll see if I can do this sort of thing more often. Thank you so much for watching this video, if you enjoyed then please do support the channel by leaving a like rating and subscribing. You'll get news as quick as possible for Tears of the Kingdom and you'll join the 25% of people who are subscribed. So thank you a ton if you do. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much for the support guys. Sumji and Jared Whedon are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons. Just look at the Triforce coloured names and that Triforce font. 
Thank you so, so much for the support. If you'd like to join them, then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.58 a month. The link to my Patreon and other social platforms is in the description, plus I recently made a membership for which you can become heroes on the channel. Just press that join button if you want to join, and thank you to those who do. Thank you so much for watching this video, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you on Sunday. Please do, stay safe.